You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. about the last five minutes what i've seen in the last five minutes <laughs> the last five minutes were more entertaining than yep. the entire all-star weekend let's mm. just i would say that. that there's been more physical exertion and <laughs> risk of injury in the last five minutes than there have been in the there were in the entire nhl also i would anyway. agree Perfect. i would absolutely agree with that well to those who tuned into the show we appreciate you Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan. It feels so weird that if it, we're doing a post-game show of sorts, just us two, and Petey's going to be the one calling in from Mullet Arena shortly. Is he actually calling in? Do we he, know this yes. for a fact? Okay. Well, he said he would, so don't get your hopes up, but... Of course, PD is at Mullet Arena right now getting ready for the high school hockey state championship, which Craig and I are also going. So we got to we got to get her going to get there in time. But if you're free tonight, come on down. There's still tickets available, $15 tickets to experience the mullet. Watch some high school hockey for a state championship. I'm just here to promote my St. Patty's Day party. (laughs) Hey, I'm, about to leave. I'm about to leave now. Good, thing I, I wore, good thing I wore green. All right. Well, <laughs> we're here to talk about that. The yeah. NHL All-Star Game, of course. Um, we got to give an acknowledgement to Arizona Coyote Clayton Keller, who I thought, at least in game one, represented the Coyotes well. Two goals and an assist. And then scored in this scored game. In this game the, yeah. the final game, too. So he made his mark, maybe more so than others. Um, so... I guess just <laughs> what are your th- initial thoughts on uh, today? We're gonna uh, we'll get to Friday in a little. I want to talk about the skills in a little, but your thoughts on today's set of games? Today was three short three on three games. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> that was dull hockey. I thought yeah. the second the second game, game was the best. Yeah, the Atlantic Metro game, the Sidney Crosby Alex Ovechkin combo. Yeah. That was fun to watch. The the two games involving the Central Division were not entertainment, yeah. in my opinion, which yeah. was an accurate way to follow what happened on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a tweet that said something like the the game between the Metro and the Atlantic was like exactly what you think the world's best beer league game would be. <laughs> and I thought that was a really good 
explanation. Like, that game had pace. You can tell. I mean, nobody's really ever trying in the All-Star game, which is one critique of the All-Star game itself. But there's not trying, and then there's, like, not trying to an even <laughs> higher degree. <clears throat> and I felt like the game, the first game was not trying at all. The second game, there was at least a little bit of competitive energy, some competitive juices. I don't know if maybe it's because the Kachuk brothers were on the ice together, Matthew Kachuk in front of the home crowd, the suite full of Kachuk's friends and family. I don't know. They were, they were kind of the stars of this one, stars of the show. But other than that, I mean... There was, there were very few, usually there's one viral moment in an all-star game or one thing you can kind of hang your hat on. Yeah. This one, this, these three games didn't really have that for me. Sean said it during the game and I know we're going to talk about the jerseys and I know I have a middle-aged perspective on those jerseys that apparently is not in line with, you know, other generations. They should have four different jerseys. Yes. Every division yes. should have its own jersey. It was hard to figure out who the hell was who. And we saw it with the passing a couple times when players turned the puck over because they thought they were passing to teammates when, in fact, they were passing to the other team. So start there, four jerseys. But you know what would really fix the All-Star game because this format has gotten a little stale, but three-on-three hockey is not stale? I don't know. Maybe every team had its own All-Star representation. Every 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 NHL team had its own All-Star team, and we had a tournament. We had a real tournament because, you know, they were kind enough to give us brackets today for the <laughs> for the four-team All-Star competition in case it was confusing to you which two divisions were in the Eastern Conference and which two were in the West. We had a bracket to look at. It would be much cooler if we had 32 teams, each division lined up, on the way to a final. Just make it like five-minute games with an overtime. I love it. Well, I was going to say, on in the NHL video games, they have this game mode called Threes Eliminator, and it is literally just three players and a goalie, and you, you play first to three. And if you want to get real interesting, like they do in the game, you have you can have like specialty pucks where like a goal is like minus one for the other team, too, and like all this weird shit if you want to get real out there. But I do think, I do like the each team having representation I mean, thing. I the think, Colorado Avalanche is lying. Yeah, they basically that, had one anyway. That basically was but you'd that. probably have more buy-in from fans, right? If every team had multiple players there, I think more fans would watch. More fans might even attend instead of, oh, our one guy is there. Like, what, what's my investment? I, like, I, I doubt the ratings are very good. In many of yeah. these NHL cities, I, you know, probably Seattle rating, didn't even rating have... similar to our show right now. <laughs> hey, thank you to all 17 of you. We appreciate you. Um, wow. And I like okay. this comment from Caleb. Toronto fans just shocked to see a bracket where they didn't get Tampa or Boston. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but yeah, Seattle didn't even have a representative in this one. Bo Horvat was a New York Islanders representative playing for the Pacific Division. I mean... It was all messed up. I mean, there was a lot. I, I blame John Scott for all of this. <laughs> he fucked up the All Star game permanently. I will say too, with your idea, Craig, I feel like you get a chance to recognize play like the Sabres, for example. Deline was not an All Star until Tage Thompson got hurt, and then you have guys like Owen Power who are one of the best rookies in all of hockey. Like maybe not All Star level in that caliber, but I think deserves some kind of recognition for what he's doing. I feel like you get that in a lot of teams. Let's play this out then. Like, say we do this, and and I, I kind of like your idea. Rather than just playing a you know uh, a, a a game with a time limit on it, maybe you play to a certain first one to three, first team to three. That's an interesting way to do it because you probably don't exhaust the guys that yeah, way either. Plus, that's the NBA kind of 
kind yeah. of does that. They do the, the Elam ending where they just set a number at a certain point, and then it's the first person to reach that number in the All-Star game. So you might be able to just take six Coyote skaters and a goalie. Obviously, Vimelka would be the goalie. Who are your six Coyote skaters? Clayton Keller is there. Lawson Krause. Lawson Krause is there. Chikrin. Jacob Chikrin and Shane Gostis Bear are there. Uh, would you take – I mean, we missed a lot of – a lot of the season. Jacob Chikrin did too, but he's playing well. Nick take, like, dad. Like, I think Nick Schmaltz would be really good <laughs> oh, in this yeah. format. <laughs> well, I was, was going to say, I, Speaking I, for Petey. I feel like it is worth having each team maybe have like a rookie or something like that too. So you can give Matthias those guys. Like Matthias uh, Dylan Gunther. Oh, yeah. Too, that, there See, you go. We, we've come up with more candidates that we can fill. So that tells That's you like good. if the Coyotes can do it during a rebuild, every team can do it. And then you get more buy-in from the fan bases. You get Probably more buy-in from the players, too, when they're playing with their own teammates. I think it'd be a lot of fun, and that's why the NHL will never do it. Yeah, plus I feel like, like to, to that point, guys would be, way, would be way more interested in trying hard if they're representing their city and not a division that no right. one actually you cares about. that these guys have, like, central division flags in their houses? No? Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, plus, the, the central division, it's all their biggest rivals. Right. I think we, I, for me, my favorite format was when it was just a random draft when they were drafting each other. Um, I love how Petey's commenting and then is calling in unprompted, but that's okay, Petey. <laughs> we just re- leave him in the green room yeah. for a while. <laughs> but um, yeah, I j- it's, I don't know. They got to fix something because snooze, boring, like SZ said in the chat, fell asleep during the concert, literally just woke <laughs> up, didn't miss anything. You are right about that. Um, I do want to go back to the jerseys for a second because okay. I've been Sean and I. I'm glad I, Petey's here now, actually. Yes, Sean and I have been beating the drum of loving these jerseys. Not only have you been beating the drum, somebody Put on their this money staff where their mouth bought is. one during the or, game. May or may not have bought in uh, in Eastern Conference. Blank one. It was not a Tage Thompson jersey. I just like the black more than I like the white or slash teal. And they didn't, despite both teams wearing both jerseys, they did not offer. Western Conference black jerseys on the NHL shop. So I had to go with the West I, Eastern Conference. I have to say, and I I still love the jerseys. I stand by my love for the jerseys. But you can't make the back of the black jerseys white and the back of the white jerseys teal. Yeah, because that was I was so confused and I had no idea what I was looking at from the back. Like, I, like, it took me a second and you can see you. Like they were showing replays of turnovers. Yeah, to Dylan Larkin, right? Were, for yeah, the it was, it was actually a perfect pass. Like, there's no way that was a turnover. He w- there was nobody else around him. On like the he, tape. he passed it right to him because how are you supposed to tell the difference? There wasn't a big enough difference. But I still, I thought the jerseys were amazing. I thought the whole branding of this All-Star game, actually, I loved it. I loved the logo. I loved the gradient blue yes, lines. Yes, that was really cool. The blue I lines. I loved the little suns in the circle of the face-off dots. All of that. The jerseys. that Like, all of it. Amazing. Let's roll with that because we talked about this while we were watching the game early on. Basketball courts have a lot of fun with design yes. now. They've gone... Pretty far out there. Like we've seen some really like Oregon. Yeah. Okay, but you can get bad. But. Yeah, we've seen some bad ones, but we've seen some really cool ones too. And there's a lot that you can do on the playing surface. I get that you need the black puck to show up for goaltenders, especially in the attacking zones. But I think you still could do a lot more with the circles. We talked about like shading the neutral zone in the colors of the home team. There's a lot of fun that you could have with the surface of the ice. Yeah. If you just allow a little more creativity. Yeah. Plus, you see a lot of basketball courts where like. It's not like they've got a lot of different color paint on the court. It's like one shade of wood stain 
and then a different shade of wood stain yeah. for design. You could easily go like a like for the coyotes, for example, have like a desert scene painted onto one side of the ice that's like gray. So it's not you're still picking the puck up off the mm -hmm. ice, but it's. But you can have There's that some complexity. Yeah. Shade as well. Should we bring Petey in, by the way? I feel guilty. No, I mean, he's or not. He... He's there, but he's not there. He's not there. So, Petey, if you're listening, we can't actually see you. So, I don't know what's going on. Um, but, yeah, SZ agreed. Branding was great. Everything else, not so much. And then Ethan said, all-star skills, fastest divisions. Two divisions go head-to-head -head on opposite sides of the ice. Each skater in the division goes does a relay with the stick handed off as a relay baton. <laughs> That's I fun. love it, Ethan. Like, why not? That's fun. Let's just try everything. And we'll talk about the skills game in a second. But is there anything else you want to talk about from today? Today's game. By the way, the atmosphere. And this is not on the fans in Florida, but there was no atmosphere in this building. Well, having attended many games in Sunrise, I can say that maybe it is on the fans in Florida. I was trying to not be that person because I'll people, be that guy. I've people, been there. People dunk on Kaya like fans in arizona all the time well but. to be fair they probably didn't even know who was playing like they didn't know if their team had scored or not especially <laughs> with there being two kachucks on the court on the ice the they probably didn't even know which kachuk they were was scoring goals and that's the other thing for a while it looked like matthew kachuk was going to be the all-star game mvp and then well actually i haven't even who, seen the announcement who was the all but i'm guessing MVP? it was dylan larkin because dylan larkin went crazy in the championship well someone so. earlier said made a comment about someone paying off the nba MVP voters should go with the hometown kids. So I don't know if that's a reference to somebody tell us we we went we were too busy because Sean was like falling on his ass in the office. <laughs> Can confirm. Who won? Who won the MVP? We are so well prepared, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh, Ma everyone's saying Matthew Kutuk. Matthew Kutuk won it. Okay. Okay, that's good. I mean, hometown I like, kid. I like he, that he played him. well. So and you know he was born in Arizona. Yep, so. absolutely. So I, I just can't wait to see the game in Arizona and what they can come up with. But Hopefully it's a little better than this. Hopefully it is. Hopefully it's my 32-team tournament. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm throwing it out Listen, there for anybody who wants to If they're going to have listen. it here, they should consult you. I feel like they should. They yeah. absolutely should. Yeah. They should. Okay. Um, well, I hope that nobody followed Sean's pick of the week, which was Team Metro to win the <laughs> NHL All-Star game at plus 300. Uh, they won in the, ex in the excitement department. That is true. They did. They did one in that. Um, do you remember what the Atlantic Division's odds were before? I want to say it was like plus two fifty. They okay. were all around plus two fifty, plus three hundred. Okay, so you could have. I mean, one in four chance you could have won yourself some money betting on this. Um, maybe it would have been more entertaining if we had actually all put money on it. Because <laughs> I, you know how like I literally always sit here and say like, oh, if you're not interested in the teams, you might as well bet for some interest. I should have taken my own advice and, and had money on this. I think I would have been a lot more invested. Um, but, you know, I'll take that advice in the future with probably the Super Bowl. At least the Super Bowl is interesting and exciting, but I don't really care about the Eagles or the Chiefs. So I'll sprinkle some money on it. Maybe a money line, maybe some player props. Then you don't even have to care about who wins, just how that player is doing. Or... Silly things like the color of the Gatorade. That's what's fun about the Super Bowl betting. Yeah. Um, I love it. So Super Bowl 57, it's right around the corner. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PHNX and new customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code oh. PHNX. <laughs> Minimum age and out. I can't. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. 
I don't know if anybody like listening to this can hear the ringing of Petey trying to call in. Well, that is a cherry on top for me because I was laughing at Caleb's comment. How it was boring it's going to be in Toronto next year. What would the skills challenge be? Finding a condo under 1.5 mil American? <laughs> oh, Caleb, thank uh, there's you. There's another Petey attempt. Yeah, thank you nope. for keeping the entertainment high. Um, by the way, we're already like in tears laughing and we were even considering having some beers before the show, but there's only Hopknot IPAs in the fridge right now, which we all know. No, Craig is staunchly opposed to drinking drink IPA. IPAs. But you love a hopknot, Sean, don't you? That I do. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going through a restock of our Four Peaks beer fridge right now. Thank goodness. I need peach and wow. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone's laughing. Oh if we don't get peach or Sorry. wow back in here soon, I will protest. Um, but speaking of the Super Bowl, it's it is right around the corner, like I mentioned. So enjoy a nice Four Peaks beverage during the big game. What? TV's <laughs> killing me. By the way, I wish somehow I was laughing too hard, so I didn't get I didn't capture the video. But at some point, we will capture the video of Sean DePaz's. <laughs> Listen, I'm an athlete. What, what do you call that move? Because we high kick. I don't know. No, it's like need a better name. A punting, a football minus the football. <laughs> Um, listen, I'm an athlete, and when you're an athlete, sometimes you fall flat on your ass. It's what happens. I don't know what to tell you. That, that, yeah, that's what happened in the studio. You miss 100% <laughs> of the high kicks you don't take. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the skills competition. Do we have to? Yes, because I actually have more opinions on the skills than anything else. Okay, why don't you lead off then? Okay. Historically, the skills competition has been my favorite part of the NHL All-Star Weekend. It, I feel like it's... The part where the players are actually somewhat trying. Um, I, I That's just been the, the part I always look most forward to. I think it's really cool. I don't know what was going on last night because... There were it, no gators. That was the problem. Okay, I mean... Thanks, PETA. Thank God for Gritty for giving us our gator oh content. Oh, yes. Gritty's Shout video out Gritty. was amazing. But King of the Everglades. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the pacing and the fact that they were... Like the breakaway competition, they were doing one every like 30 minutes and you, they were like, okay, time for the breakaway competition. And then you, they do one. Okay, time for her to shot. And I was like, wait, what? And then they do something else. And, and then there would be 20 minutes where all that happened in the 20 minutes was like one person did one thing. Right. And, and I couldn't, and that was on TV. And like, I, I don't want to knock ESPN because I'm sure like, and as a producer myself, I, I can't even imagine trying to organize something that chaotic but for the fans in the building like stick with it for a little longer right stick with one event just just do each event you've got a you've got a uh kind of a blueprint with olympic coverage right like how should we do this when we're trying to cover multiple events at once we'll stick with one for once let us get a feel for it before you flip over to the next one yeah i didn't like that part of it either but i wanted to ask you specifically what you thought of the event in which clayton keller participated the pitch and puck yeah um again good in theory not an execution not an though execution. it's funny you say that because i did not watch the skills competition but the night before i watched espn and it went to um we went to sports center at night scott van pelt had john butchergrass on and they asked him what his favorite event was and he said that but you could tell in the way that he said that he was like it went pretty well and i was like oh that doesn't that's not encouraging and yeah, i'm guessing it, it didn't go very well i mean the dunk one, maybe if the all the surfboards were working, you know the dunk. Yeah, like I liked, yeah, I yeah. liked the idea of the dunk competition. 
except on the right side of the the rink mm-hmm. the, the they were hitting the surfboards and they weren't going down so it was completely rigged for the yeah. left side yeah that I, that was fun in theory and then the tendy tandem one the new one they added i had no idea what was going on i had no idea when the goalies were shooting into the small hole that was fun yeah and then other than that i mean we, and we talked about this before like I like it to be a mix of actual skills. I, I still like to know who has the hardest shot or the most accurate shot or who the fastest skater is. And we saw all those things. And those are fine, although I still don't necessarily like the way they they do like fastest skater, things like that. Did we all like hold our breaths collectively when Kale Makara blew a tire right, on that right? turn? I was like, right. but no. Why, why are we doing turns? Is this like a... Is this speed skating? Is it Eric Hayden? <laughs> it's, it's a straightaway. That's what matters. Let's get Apollo Antonio out there. Or even like... Go up once, stop and come back and do it that way. That's yeah. that's the way you should measure the fastest skater. Not on a lap. Nobody's doing laps in the NHL. Anyway, I like those competitions still. But to me, this year, the 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 creative ones that they came up with didn't match Vegas. They weren't nearly as good no. as what they did in Vegas. And obviously, it was because they were not firing frozen burgers into Gators' mouths. Obviously. Um, I don't think the Gators would have come hungry. Did anybody ask now. the Gators what they? That's want? what I'm saying. The did Gators asked the Gators, or just was it like a media relations team that didn't even ask the player exactly. if they wanted to do the interview before they shut it down? There's just a bunch saying. of hungry Gators now, right? Yeah. Thanks, Gators, Peta. Gate, yeah, I would like to hear from the the Gators union rep. All right. Yeah. Well, after maybe twelve failed call-ins, <laughs> although now his back is to us, so I'm a little concerned. Oh wait, he turned around. Um, I think we should bring in Petey oh, for his look who's here. Petey from Mullet, this feels backwards. I know, and and I don't know. I'm not glowing, am I? No, but like you're. Craig does? There's like darkness. It looks like say, you it's have dark like, night, yeah, Petey. you look like a uh, like a <laughs> I, Batman. I don't character. know how to get the light. The light oh, back there. <laughs> I don't. What the, this whole technology thing, I suck at it. Like I'm supposed you, to be good at this technology. There's some. Thing. It's suck. weird. It's like a shadow right here. You look like I don't know, no. like the Dark Joker or something. Would you say that you've been the born into the darkness, molded by it, perhaps? <laughs> well, I'm just glad that the All Star Game is officially over. That was awful. I don't know why we can't get back to regular hockey. The only time they compete is when they're actually and they're playing for a million bucks and they still don't compete. Yeah. You talked about the skills competition and Leah brought up the goaltendy thing. In theory, goaltenders shooting the puck, leave it at that. Can they hit the targets at the other end of the ice? Because the rest of it, the breakaway, the 2 on 0 the 3 on 0 did anybody try? Anybody. It, it didn't even make sense. I didn't know who was on whose team. I didn't know what the order of, of events sense. was. Now, I will disagree a little bit with both of you, big surprise. On the golf thing, there's potential there. Like, there, there could be something here that could be cool. Like I didn't hate that. I don't know if it's executed perfectly, but but they're onto something. Here's what you need. You need a puck that will fly greater distances than the one that they had. That's my opinion. Yeah. Just say or that it rolls. Or that like it rolls. Sure, something like it just didn't it didn't work was, in concept. It would, because it was a puck and when it landed it <laughs> would bounce. <laughs> yeah. But it or it would hit yeah. and oh, it yeah, bounce. Oh yeah, yeah, versus yeah, yeah. the ball. Because of the like, edge. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, want it roll. to roll. Like Suzuki's first shot rolls a little bit. You go, okay, that's kind of cool. But you wish they had some kind of roll. I, I, I didn't hate it. I think they were on the right path with that one. I don't know about the rest. I, I, I just I don't know. Like I, I want to see guys doing things to show me how skilled and talented they are. And I don't know if we saw that. And I don't know. The shooting targets, McDavid, unreal. Oh, like my God. Four gosh. straight four shots. 
phenomenal. The Hokey ones, I, are people tuning in for that? Is that getting the 18 to 25 year old male crowd? I, I don't know because well, I, I want to see the hockey guys being really good hockey guys. If you're going to do the breakaway, guess what? Make it count. Make guys go 100 miles an hour from the red line in. Hey, let's see who can stop. I'm better than you, Ovechkin. I'm going to stop you. But, but I didn't feel there was any of that. Yeah, well, I was going to say too, and the breakaway challenge has been, and I've said this, has been my favorite of the skills competition. Well, first of all, the fact that they broke it up and did one every like 30 minutes, I hated. But besides that, the gimmicks and the breakaway challenge are fun, but freaking score. <laughs> freaking try to, to, to make it in the net. That was the <laughs> thing that drove me nuts. Freaking... I keep saying freaking that's driving me nuts. Uh, Kachuk shot his hat into the, like, I don't know. It, it was yeah. just like the whole thing, the Miami Vice thing with Mitch Marner, the whole happy Gilmore thing, all of those. Like, I, I don't even mind the gimmicks. I really don't. But actually try to score. I think the solution is that you need to put some of the best high school players in the country in the All-Star game because if you put a high school goalie in there, I guarantee you he tries his ass off. And Hell yeah, these yeah. NHL or players e-bugs. are not trying maybe, to get embarrassed by a 17-year-old kid. Maybe make it the e-bugs. Maybe. <laughs> I, I just think there's too much. I think when you, the last time I saw them compete is when they did North America versus the world. When it was, yeah, you know what? We're, we're going to compete against you. Yeah, we're, And then you saw some competition. This, they're just, I, I don't even mind the three-on-three idea. I just want to see guys play a little harder. I want to see some skill. I want to see some guys maybe work up a sweat and something you guys talked about already. I'm going to throw my two cents on my biggest complaint about NHL jerseys is always ones where you can't read the numbers. I say it all the time. Dark on dark doesn't work. What the was this? What was one team turned around and you're the same color as the other team's front. Like how the hell are you supposed to make a play that, but, but, but here's my problem with it. Some group of people sat in a meeting somewhere and go, this is a great idea. And I'm telling you, there wasn't one hockey guy in that meeting because the hockey guy would have said, wait a minute, you can't have white on the front and white on the back. Like, that ain't going to work. Just needed one person that had ever played hockey before say, <laughs> bad idea. Or watched like, it on TV. Or, I, this was, why don't they ever test these things? Like, you're telling me they never even just were like, hey, when they turn their back, they look... It looks so like the, the Coyotes had those one jerseys, Sean, and, and but when they switched from the, the Kachina head to the Howling head Coyote, they went through tests. They had different jerseys made up, and they would skate on the ice. They would have cameras look at them on the ice. They would have people on the bench going this. like they, That's how you test a jersey. I think these go, okay, they kind of look like South Florida. This is great. They're, you know, there's some really cool colors. Let's wear them to the beach. Cool. This works. And that was it. And this is yeah. what they put out. I, I, you still need the event because you still need all those people together. If you want to do Mitch Martyr doing Miami Vice, then guess what? Just go film a vignette like they do on Saturday Night Live when they go away from the stage and they film something. Film something really cool like 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 you do with the Manning Brothers. Do I, Yeah, cool. But I want to see Alex Ovechkin go down on Shesterkin and I want to see him try to score. And I want to see Shesterkin try to stop him. Love to see that. And I didn't see that. In, in either the skills or the game. Two other things, and, and I've mentioned this before. I, I don't like the, the idea of e-bugs because you, you got to have goaltenders representing the All-Star game. They deserve their recognition. And the guys that didn't get recognized at all in this All-Star game, once again, NHL defensemen. 
I, I think the, the, the total was eight NHL defensemen in the All-Star game. That's crazy. Yeah. They, they, it's not fair that forwards get precedent because of the construction of the three-on-three three lineup. I think it should you should just have to go with six forwards and three goaltenders and leave it at that. And one goal or, or three, three defensemen and two goaltenders. Leave it at that. Just stop right there. You have to have that's that has to be the breakdown. Figure it out. I don't care how you do it. Get there somehow. The other thing is have gators. I mean, Gators, find another way gators, to have gators. gators. You're not here's gators here's where I'm going with this now. Here's my new idea now that you can't fire, you know, heart because it could damage teeth. I get it. The gators could have, they could lose teeth. And then what do you do? What, what is, how's a gator supposed to survive without his teeth? So I get that. So how about you have the players skate on ice like they do between pylons, but instead of the pylons, it's gators. Gators. You're going to go faster. Thought. And when that, that they, would they make them skate get, fast. And that would make them skate as fast as they could. When it's in Arizona, it's rattlesnakes. There you go, rattlesnakes. And or then, a pack of rabid coyotes. No, they unleash javelinas and you have to I'm skate away. Those are <laughs> hey, I, 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 I get all of these made-for-TV things, and I want to build some excitement around the best players in the world. I really do, and I, and I hope that people watch and I hope people had fun. It's hard. And it's not just this sport that is struggling with that. You see football is going to, to flag football. That doesn't necessarily work. Baseball tried a little bit when they made home field advantage for the world series, even three on three, the first year they did it and they put up the million dollar prize. I thought you saw guys compete a little harder than you saw today. It's just for fun from the coyote side of it. We don't want Clayton Keller to go out there and get hurt in this game. We just want him to go out, get a suntan, maybe play 18. That would be awesome. So I, I don't know what the answer is. You want to highlight the best place. I can't read the comments. No, I, I, <laughs> Sean is losing it. And so it's making me lose it. <laughs> okay. Just checking. I, I, I so I still think you need the event. I'm not sure how you make it where we get to see everybody be their best. I don't know the answer. I want to be excited about it. I want to watch it. I want to be like, hey, let's see Ovechkin and McDavid and, and you know, Marner and all these guys on the ace together. And it just, I, I don't know if it, it did it for me this year. And for me, the, and the truth is the way that our world <laughs> is going is people don't have attention spans anymore. People, they, like, they just don't. And so you can't have an event that's spread out with nothing going like you need to make everything quick concise and yeah like, i and just saying to well that took you know, forever somebody today with, didn't it and just interviewing a player that you know has very like not a great personality oh how do you feel to be here oh especially like, it's a great honor gonna, i'm excited it's, if you it's great want to play to market with the best players the game, in the world yeah. blah, blah 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 like if you want to market the game <laughs> and you want to market the personalities of the players which i i feel like you know that they all get to do whatever fashion they want for the red carpet and that they get to do whatever they want in the skills competition that shows off. And even in, in the game itself, focus on that. And for example, like I'll give where we've been talking a lot of shit, but like PK Subban on the ESPN broadcast yeah, is amazing. Like he's made, yeah, for he was some, good. he's made for he something really like this. Yeah. So the, the potential is there. The execution has just been lacking. And this year just kind of felt like, Ugh. You know what would keep people's attention span, Leah? Gators. What? Just saying. Gators. I, listen, I don't think Gators in Toronto <laughs> is a good TP's, tie-in. TP's fed up with my Gator. No, I just, well, first hey, Did off. you guys know I'm having a St. Patty's Day party, by the way? <laughs> Are there Gators going to be there? Are there going to be any Gators <laughs> with there? With Gators, yeah. I was just do, laughing do, do, because... Does Toronto bring this back to hockey roots and make this less of a <laughs> show? Maybe. 
We'll see. Whatever Toronto does, they will feel like it's as it should be with the NHL yeah. All-Star game because Toronto decides. And, you know, the <laughs> rest of us just Ketchup chip eating bow. competition, A-Rod uh. said. Well, and also, <laughs> it we'll wait to see what the ratings were like. If TV ratings were good, this is it. Like, it, it, honestly, to be fair, that's what this is. This is a made-for-TV event. This isn't made for, hey, this is your ho- diehard hockey fan, want to see great hockey. It's not made for that. That's not what this is. So I, 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 I try, I get the coming up with gimmicks. I've been sitting there thinking about Sean DePaz's, um Wild Wild West shootout idea for the last few days. And I'm starting to come up. I'm going to flesh it out and send it in to Gary Bettman and, and ESPN and see what we can come up with. Um, but I think there might be something there. It could be cool in the desert. So anyway, yeah. I'm getting to it. Yeah. So with a, yeah, never mind. We'll talk about that at another point okay. when we get the All-Star game. Yeah. So we have a yeah, dollar. How long is the show today? Uh, depends on how long you stay. Yeah. Well, okay. Ow. We have a dollar. Well, I'm trying to get the light, and my knee's killing me, so it's like I got to stand up again. <laughs> Can I speak? <laughs> we have a dollar ninety-nine super chat from Vaguely Sober. Thank you, Sean. PHNX All Star Snooze Fest, Colorado Eagles at seven p.m. Vaguely, thank you for your super chat. We appreciate you, Colorado Eagles, for you at seven p.m. For us at seven p.m. PD, what do we got going on at the mullet? What do we have going on tonight? At 7 p.m., I, as we already talked about, I am at the mullet, and I'm getting ready for the Notre Dame Saints and the Desert Vista Thunder battling out for the Arizona State High School Hockey Championship here at 7 o'clock. Tickets are still available, um, and I know you two are going to be here. It's actually kind of, it's really cool, because the building is absolutely empty right now, and this is really cool. People are going to be pretty excited about this. I'm excited to see some, you know, little bit of high school craziness in this building i'm looking forward yeah. to it meet some new hockey fans right that'll yeah. be cool yeah, exactly and i know i'm gonna have earphones in and listening to in specifically the the analysis of the game tonight with whoever's doing <laughs> that you know i've, I've heard i should probably <laughs> yeah, listen in on that the game tonight, by the way if you want to if you want to hear pd's puck talk for real i'll be uh, i am the color analyst for tonight's tilt with big dylan dylan just walked out of the room he could have got some huge airtime on phnx right now He's a junior at Cronkite School, another ASU kid. They're everywhere. Um, but, yeah, so we're calling the game. Thanks, it's going right. to be on YouTube. I'll, I'll tweet out the link in a little bit. But there's uh, there's going to be a pretty big contingent here live as well, including Craig and Leah. Yep, absolutely. Well, we're looking forward to it. PD, best of luck, and we'll see you at Mullet in a little bit here. Yeah, we'll see you here, guys, here in a little bit. Thanks, All right, Bye, buddy. Bye, PD. Bye. And, and Chris asked, what time does it start? It starts at 7. Doors open at 6. Yeah, but it starts at 7. So if you're not in Arizona and you can watch that on the Asha YouTube channel, PD will be doing the color commentary. So we're really looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. We're going to be there and we're going to make a quick stop. We got to wrap this up because we got to get on the road. But we're going to make a quick pit stop at Illegal Pete's on the way. Because if you come see us at our table at Mullet, not only are we going to be there talking, we got PHNX stickers, but we have a couple of giveaways from some of our partners, including Illegal Pete's. So lots of reasons to come say hi to us. Um, I'm we really- have a queso drip. We're going to literally inject it right into your veins. <laughs> that sounds perfect for me. Um, and speaking of meetups and Illegal Pete's, join all of the PHNX crew at Illegal Pete's Mill location this February 8th on Wednesday. That starts at 7 p.m., grab some grub, enjoy a Four Peaks beer and hang out with us. So that's this Wednesday, again, February 8th on Mill. And then the following week, February 15th, we will be back 
at Illegal Pizza on Mill. We're just we're spending Wednesdays at Illegal Pizza the next two weeks. I'm here for it. Um, and we're going to be there before the Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Arizona Coyotes. That's February 15th at 4.30 p.m. at Illegal Pizza. Free entry and free food and drink for that event. So stop by. So two chances to come hang out with us at Illegal Pete's and enjoy some amazing food and drink. Looking forward to that. And then I'm I'm in the market for some new furniture, Craig. Huh. I, I am. I was asked to help move someone into their... <clears throat> oh, should I not say anything? I, if, it's not really a secret. I am yeah. moving, but uh, I do I do need... Maybe if you're not going to help me move, you can help me pick out some new furniture. I need a kitchen table. I need a sure. dining room table. I need a couple things. So I, I'm for sure going to check out more... Um, I save myself a ton of money, the best furniture in the Valley. And it's so easy because I can just go to morefurniture.com and they also have location on McDowell. So I, I love furniture shopping and I'm really grateful to more, especially with their white glove delivery. Because for <laughs> me, I don't like, as I already said to you when I asked you to help me move, I don't like carrying stuff. So yeah. I'll just have more delivered. That's, that's pretty much how it was delivered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like moving furniture. So will you do it for me, Craig? <laughs> uh, we have a six six a six dollar and sixty nine sent Whoa. super chat nice. from Roaring Fork nice. and there's no comment with it but Roaring I'll keep an eye out for your future comments because I'm sure you will say whatever you wanted to say but thank you Roaring Fork um, a couple final notes here like we already alluded to the NHL All-Star Game will be in Toronto in 2024 the first time it will be in Toronto since the year 2000 which is I still lived in Toronto back then what do you think of Toronto getting Getting the well, I mean, where else should it be other than Toronto? The Mecca. I mean, yes. No, I think it's good. I, I think it'll I think be so good too. to have it in that city. It's a great hockey city. It's a, it's great, a great city, city period. Yeah. Yes. It's a phenomenal city. It'll be really cool. I, I will. So yeah. And I will just say. You can go. Like, so first of all, the All-Star Game, we're watching them on dunk tanks on the beach in shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops. This weekend in Toronto is like an insanely cold weekend. My mom is there right now. It was minus four degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit. Um, and she sent me a video this morning of snow outside her window. So listen, Arizona, it's, it's in the works. The Ted needs to get approved first, um, to get there, but I think it'll be a good event in Toronto and we're just counting down until the coyotes finally get an NHL all-star game. It's coming. It is coming. I have an idea. Um, what would you think? Well, I mean, vaguely, or Roaring Forecast about getting rid of it altogether. What would you think about putting it in cities that don't have NHL teams? To market the game? Yeah. And I mean, because like you think about Pro Bowl, they did it in Hawaii for a while, which is different. But I mean, we talked about the, the atmosphere there. It's tough because they try to give some revenue to the, the host city, right? So, and they try to Makes reward sense. cities for, you know, either whether it's coming into the NHL, getting an arena built, which we'll get to in a moment. Or, you know, other things, or if you haven't had it for a while. So they like it as a revenue source for those cities. But I mean, I don't I don't dislike the idea of trying to market in, in other markets yeah. as long as it's not Houston. I, I just feel like Quebec. those fans would be less Michael suggestion. It'd be they'd be less disappointed by subpar hockey. They would be more excited <laughs> the fact that That's there are just hockey. stars <laughs> there, right? Yeah, exactly. That is true. And and the, the question that Roaring Fork did ask, which I assume is associated with the super chat, was serious question. Would anyone be overly upset if they just got rid of the all-star game, not just for hockey, but for every sport? It's an outdated concept that was started before every game was on TV. It kind of is. Yeah. It, it's a tough one. It is and, tough. And think about the players. Like think about Clayton Keller's week. Between, 
listen, we, we tied him up with two different interviews. I, I did a story on him and we had him on our show. He did a lot of those sorts of appearances. He had to fly clear across the country. This wasn't, as he said, the 40-minute flight to Vegas where he's there. Two days, boom, he's back home. Clayton Keller needs rest as much as anybody. He came off a broken leg. He's playing crazy minutes, third most on the team, which is, for context, like usually like your top five guys for time on ice are all defensemen for obvious reasons. He's third on the team in time on ice, average time on ice. That's nuts, especially for a guy coming off that sort of surgery. And now he doesn't get any rest in this one week where like we're seeing photos of all the other Coyotes in Mexico yeah. <laughs> vacationing. Clayton Keller's, you know, he's doing a lot of work here. And you may look at it and say, oh, that's not it, it's tiring, guys. It's tiring to fly. And he's going to fly even, back home and tomorrow. Even having a schedule like the best part yeah. of a day off is having nowhere to be and nothing to do. Just completely even into your mind, right? If he only right? has one thing a day, that's still something yeah. to do with work. So yeah. now he's got to fly home on Sunday and play on Monday. They play yeah. a game on Monday. So. It is crazy. It's tough. So maybe they should just get rid of it. But if there's revenue to be had yep. in a professional sport, you can be sure that they Hey, not and don't it. get rid of it before Arizona there gets it, go. okay? And Gary Bettman did promise an all-star game to Arizona if the TED is approved. If, if. the TED is so approved. So we're 101 days away from May 16th, but who's counting? We had Randy Keating, Tempe City Council member Randy Keating, on the show yesterday um, a lot of great information in that show. So if you missed it, go back and watch it. He kind of broke down the po the points of the no campaign. He talked about the yes campaign or lack of, if you will. Um, but just a lot of really great information in there from Randy Keating. So go back and check that one out. It's on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast, PHNX Coyotes, um, on Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Um, it was a really, really great interview. Mm -hmm. The thing that I think about, and, and one of the main points that Randy made on this, he, listen, he he educated people on a lot of things, and there's a lot of good information contained in that interview. He was here for, what, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't want to break it down to this one little thing that we, we highlighted, because we did highlight other things. He had bullet points of what he wants people to know. We'll have more content coming from that show later. But it was really striking to hear him say that his experience, and I think this is true of a lot of folks, the city of Tempe has been that the no campaign has been better organized to begin with. They are getting their message out and their messaging is clear. The Yes campaign had a, a sort of a launch event a couple of weeks ago that I went to, but we haven't been getting, haven't seen the emails. They're like yard signs all over. You can see for the no campaign at this point, well, they're finally, they're available on the Yes campaign's website, but they just hadn't had the same sort of get off the blocks moment that the no campaign had. You can say that there are still, you know, almost what well, it's three months left still until the vote three plus months, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, they'll, they'll get their act together. They're like psychological. There's, there's a lot of psychological research that when you put a, an idea in a person's head, it's hard to remove that. So by launching the no campaign first, they've got people thinking about the Tempe arena in a certain ways. The Coyotes are going to have to combat that, and it's going to be hard. You don't just say, no, here's the truth, and then people believe it. Look up all these various psychological studies, the way people absorb information, whether it's the sleeper effect, if you want to Google that, or continued influence effect. Once you put information to someone in someone's head, especially if there's like emotional attachment to it, like, oh, we're giving money to a billionaire, or there's going to be traffic and crime in my neighborhood – they have a very strong stored memory there, and it's really hard to displace it, even if you're displacing it with truth. 
I don't get why the Coyotes weren't out in front of this, hammering their message home from day one. I don't care if you're doing it over five months. Find new ways to do it. If the Coyotes lose this battle with the voters, it will be on nobody but the Coyotes. We saw the early polling. They had a huge lead. They have widespread support from the business community in Tempe. Again, the the voters initially through polling were in favor of it. And we heard what Randy said. If this vote were held today, they'd win it easily. Like 55%, maybe more of the voters would vote in their favor. They have unanimous support from the city council and city staff who vetted this. So you have a huge lead. The only way you screw this up is if you don't manage the campaign well. So we can't come on, you know, on May 16th at 8 p.m. as he told us, if the Coyotes lose this and they say, well, the Tempe voters spoke. Now that's on you, Coyotes. If you blow this, it's nobody but you to blame. So get out, do the work, because you, you've heard what Tempe staffers have said. You're not doing the work. They haven't seen it from your end. It's got to happen. Yep. And as Randy also said, elections can be won or lost in a 90 days. It's an eternity in an election cycle. So we will see more to come on that. Of course, you can you know stay tuned for PHNX and PHNX Coyotes and Craig for all of that coverage. Um, but... We still got some time until then, and uh, it's just going to be it's going to be interesting. It <laughs> yeah. really will. But look, they could they could completely change this narrative yeah. right over the next three months. Yeah. If if they have a great campaign that comes out, they could completely change the narrative. Yeah. But what are you waiting for? I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm thinking ahead to games at the TED, and I'm thinking ahead to tailgates beforehand, and I'm thinking to to just the vibes. We got a barbecue going. We got cornhole. Featuring me playing <laughs> and whoever like and whoever wants to yeah, play me. Well, we're actually vying to be Leah's partner in cornhole because you've seen her progress. And I'm getting so. a lot of practice because we have some cornhole boards here in the office. Okay, we got our uh, Chi Town Cornhole custom PHNX boards with this Phoenix logo that I'm wearing on my shirt. Um, the bags have that PHNX logo on them. Uh, there's oh, cup so holders. Nice. The hole on the board is lit up so you can play at night. Like these boards are unbelievable so if you want to get one either for your backyard for a party listen the super bowl is right around the corner that's a great time to play cornhole if you're having a party check out shy town custom cornholes they've been supplying premium cornhole sets across the country and to military bases around the world since 2007 it's veteran owned and operated so if you're a veteran or active duty mention this ad for a 10 percent discount they ship anywhere they offer expedited shipping options you can um, get a specialized board for whatever you want, your company, your family, anything. So check check, check them out. Make sure to follow them on Instagram at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boards or check out their website, ChiTownCornhole.com. We finally made it through the All-Star game. The All-Star break was nice. It felt nice. But after watching that snooze fest hockey, I'm looking forward to watching NHL games again. Like I really am actually. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be over it after a week. But 32 more games for the Coyotes. It really is coming down to it now. It really is coming down. And to get through it, I'm going to use underdog fantasy every single day. Every time the Coyotes play, I'm doing a daily draft. I'm doing a pick em on that game just to make it more interesting for myself. And if you want to do that, you can do it for basketball, football, hockey. There's esports, everything. Baseball is almost back. So all of that, it's on underdog. Like I said, daily drafts with your favorite players. Or you can do the pick em game, pick player, point totals, higher or lowers. And win yourself some money. It's super, super easy to use. And it's easy to start. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with code PHNX and Underdog will match your first deposit 
up to $100. All right, we got to get out of here. We got to get over to Mullet. We're heading over to Mullet. So if you're watching us live right now, come on down. There's still tickets available. We'll be there with a table. Like I said, we'll have Legal Pete's giveaways. We got some Mountain Mike stuff. We got some Mavericks and Octane stuff. We got some Phoenix stickers. So come say hi at our table. We'd love to chat with you. We'd love to see you. $15 tickets to watch Desert Vista take on Notre Dame in the mm -hmm. championship game. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in Arizona, if you can't make it to the game, listen to PD uh, on the broadcast on the Asha YouTube channel. So excited about that one. To everybody who tuned into the show about a very um, a little boring all-star weekend. We appreciate you immensely uh, in your comments for making us laugh, for putting up with us going off the rails constantly. We appreciate you all. Like this video, whether you're watching live or after the fact, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at S. Peters Hockey, at Sean underscore to pause. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. And of course, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Not anyone or anyone. And we will see you on Monday. <laughs>